The information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Dell challenges the status quo, questions everything, and empowers you to return to your core beliefs to make your life better. If you're ready to hear the truth and get your roadmap to the lifestyle you really want, the next hour will change your life. And now your host, self-made millionaire, national award-winning investor of the year, CEO and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, Dell Wamsley. Welcome to the Del Wamsley Radio Show, where the hype ends and the help begins. I'm your host, Del Wamsley, and as always, we're working on your financial freedom. Today is Tell Del Tuesday, uh, during which shows we uh, introduce our members to tell their story, to share with you some insights that they have found through their years of, um, you know, just starting and beginning, and then in some cases, mastering uh, the real estate investment world. And with us today is um, a great couple, Sam and Sarah Aquila out of San Jose, California. Uh, Sam, Sarah, are you both on there? Yes, Del, we are, I'm here. This is Sam, and I'm really glad and uh, excited to be on your show. Hi, Del. I'm excited to be here on your, Del, on your show. Well, welcome, both of you. I really appreciate you going on. Uh, guys, you have an interesting story, and um, I want to try to you know, get behind your thinking. What I mean by this is that um, I always tell people that if someone listens to you on the radio, 10% of the people out there listening like you, you know, 50, 60% of the people out there tolerate you, and then 30% of the people hate you. You know, it's just the way it is. And, <laughs> yeah. and so you're lucky if you got 10% that like you and enough to tolerate you to keep you in business, right? So in your yeah. case, you come here from India, have a different set of values, a different set of ideas, and a different approach. And so I really want to be able to clarify your ideas so people that are like your 10% understand why you made your decisions that you did and did what you did, because it's very interesting. Uh, I would say from looking from afar as a very, very type B analytical person that I am, right? thinking you guys are both type B people. You got really, really high-end jobs, very, very educated. I know you come from a country where education is paramount. I know your parents would have spanked <laughs> you, if you yeah. if you didn't get a good degree and a good job, right? I know that about your culture. Um, so I know you're very tied into that, yet in your investment world, you tried everything. So we've got to get deep into that and how that came about. So let's start with um, coming here uh, from India, how old were you, and what kinds of ideals did you bring with you? So, hi, Del. Uh, so, we come from a very conservative family in India, as you rightly said. We, we give more value to our education, and, you know, Sam is very analytical. So, when we came here, you know, we wanted to set, get a job, and, you know, uh, just move on with our career and kids. So, it was like a rat race, as you say. So I, I always wanted to see, uh, uh, like, you know, make enough money 
to move into some kind of business and all. So I, um, but Sam was always like, you know, work and do things. He was in startup businesses, uh, like on the IT side. And so I always wanted to get into real estate and I used to listen to your show. And my grandfather was a, a real estate investor. So I have a little bit of that, but then I was not sure how we can invest um, you know, carefully and without losing money, as you always say. So I was looking into that, and I, when I found re- lifestyles um, and I heard in the radio show, I wanted to really see what was going, like what is in there, and that's how oh, we started. Uh, that that gave us an opportunity to get into the real estate world without, you know, who, who can train us and. You, and then you know mix with the other side uh, of the world. And we have high, high. You both come with high levels of education. You both had very um, high-paying jobs. So you you've made your parents happy. <laughs> you've done what you're supposed to do, <laughs> right? Uh, yeah. But what was it? What is that that thing? Yeah. The aha, a light bulb that said, you know what? This isn't going to be enough for us. We're different. We want yeah. more. So so just uh, to add on to what Sarah said. Uh, so although the, we have high-paying jobs and we have been successful in our jobs, there is always a lingering fear that what would happen if one of us is not able to work, one of, we lose our jobs or we're not able to work because of whatever it is, and we, do we have alternative streams of uh, income? That's what got us triggered into thinking about alternate investments. And uh, as part of that, we were looking at real estate. And we did buy a couple of properties, some starting in about 2015. But uh, we knew at the bottom of our heart that we were not doing something right. Uh, We bought it at the list price. We're struggling through that. And that's when uh, Sarah uh, listened to your program, uh, uh, one of the radio shows. And uh, suddenly then she came to know that you're going to come to San Francisco for a fire I chat. That's when she pulled me there. Actually, I was not even interested. Like, like you said, I, I'm kind of type B person who analyzes everything, and she's more a little bit more towards type A. And she pulled me there, and we attended your uh, fireside chat in uh, San Francisco. Well, one thing that I liked, which uh, I did not like with a lot of other uh, people, is uh, you made instead of you telling the story, you made the members of Lifestyles talk about their success stories uh, when we attended the San Francisco. That's what got us into it, and uh, then we immediately signed up for the two-day at that time. So, so Sam, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to make this a little clearer for people listening. Yeah. Okay? And I don't mean to put words in your mouth. That's unsanitary no during, during COVID-19. Yeah. We don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. But the reality is what you're saying is you bought a couple properties and I don't want this to sound disrespectful in any way, but I think it's very common. Those of us in life that did good in school and got good jobs and were good at what we do in general mm-hmm. believe when we first look into something like real estate, I'll just figure it out. And I'll just yeah. go on the Internet and get some ideas, and I'll go over here and get a realtor to find me a deal. But your basic yeah. assumption was that real estate itself was what made things profitable, as opposed to my concept, which is doing real estate correctly 
is what makes money. Would you agree I that that's somewhat similar? Yes. yes, yes, I fully agree now. Now, after going through the lifestyle training and uh, everything, the mentorship from the mentors, now I fully agree with you that, uh, yes, it's not just the real estate, but the right way to do real estate is very important. Great. I just wanted to get that out there for people because I think that there's a lot of people out there like yourself that are very intelligent, highly educated, successful to the level that uh, employment can allow, right? And then they think, okay, I'm just going to dive into something I've never done before. I have no idea how to do. That'd be like me programming something. I couldn't program the back of a cereal box, right? I mean, it's just it's a completely weird thing. But if I watch a video on the Internet, I bet I could do it, right? Yes, right, Sam? Yes. You think I could? I don't think so, right? So yeah. we just want to get that across to people. Very smart yes, people. Yes, yes. I think Still I need... it very clear. Yeah. Yes. So, Dell, just to add on, I think with the training, we can make a very bad deal, a great deal. And, a, and if we are not educated, we can make a great deal break. <laughs> you know, that's, that's an interesting thing. I would say that you could take a deal that is underperforming and make it great. But I wouldn't exactly. say a bad yeah. deal. Now, I'm just the only reason I'm arguing with you is, and it's not an argument. It's a, um, I'm not agreeing. Yeah. Is that if you go buy the wrong deal, nobody can save that. You know what I mean? You can kill yeah. yourself yeah. up front. Exactly. Yeah. True. True. Now, if you're saying the opposite of what I thought you said, and you're saying you can buy a deal that's non-performing by someone who doesn't know what they're doing and make it become very, very profitable, that is true. And then your statement is 100% true. Yes, yeah, yes, that's what yes. she meant. Essentially, with, with proper education, mm-hmm. you can take a deal that's underperforming and, and know how to operate efficiently and make it into a great deal. Absolutely. And you guys have done it all. I mean, as we get back from break here, we're going to go into, uh, we're talking about seven houses, 11 passive deals, and one IRO apartment complex for yourself. You guys have been all over the place on this, done a little bit of everything. So we want to kind of follow up. We've only got 30 seconds left in this segment, so I don't want to get into one of your stories and have to cut you off right in the middle of it, okay? So um, we, we want to remember everybody to understand, you came here, you were successful, you decided to look into real estate. You t- tried it on your own. You weren't happy with your results. You heard us. And the skeptic got pulled in by the positive wife. Great story. We'll be right <laughs> back with Sam and Sarah and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. Del Wamsley explains how he found that speck of light that got him into the lifestyle. I had a guy who used to come into the health club every day and work out for four hours a day, sit in the jacuzzi, swim, play racquetball. Was happy, looked great, tan all the time. And one day I just asked him, what do you do for a living? And he said, Del, I own real estate. Well, do you own real estate? Register for our live online free workshop and find out how you can get all the things you want out of life with passive income. Register at Lifestyles Unlimited workshop.com brought to you by lifestyles unlimited del wamsley talks about understanding the system guy told me the other day on the radio he says you know i understand the system they let the stock market go up to feed our ego to think we're getting somewhere and then they crash it on us and take it all away so now we're stuck he says i've lived through two of those cycles so he started investing in real estate to get away from the cycle are you ready to break the cycle start investing in real estate today find out how join lifestyles unlimited start with our live online free workshop Register at LifestylesUnlimitedWorkshop.com. As I sit here and read article after article and see TV show after TV show, the normal person out there on the street cannot overcome their fear to get to the analytical part of this whole process. I'm not afraid of and I'm actually ready for a recession, a crash of value of anything and everything. Why? 
that is the opportunity to do incredible stuff. But that's my analytical brain. The United States has a very strong economy. We will return to our basic economic foundation. This is not going to be the end of the world for everyone. But you do need to take some action. And some actions will be more productive than others. And one of the things that I think you can do now is take this time, like you said, Del, people are going to be sitting at home and you have a time right now to change your life. Make what you have work for you. You need to get into lifestyles right now. Join us for our free online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Austin's Talk, 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to the Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Sam and Sarah Aquila out of San Jose, California. And uh, Sam and Sarah have accumulated for themselves and their family uh, one apartment complex they own by themselves, which we call IROs, independent real estate owners, 11 apartment complexes, which they're partners in, and seven single-family houses. So, guys, when you came out of the two-day, I always like to know, like to hear what people had to say, what was on your mind. I call it the light bulb moment, if you've heard that term, where <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. something comes on, you go, wow, that's what we've been missing. That's what we needed right there. Do you have a light bulb moment you can remember from the two-day? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, the, so uh, the two-day we attended in uh, San Jose, uh, California, and uh, the day Fisher taught us. So the first day was about the, all the single family. That's where we understood uh, how to do the really how to do the single family investments. As I said earlier, when we bought the two properties prior to join a look, starting lifestyles, we did not do it right way. Now we understood how to buy single family on the first day. And it was the second day that really got us excited, which is where the some other people have showed the multifamily. Actually, until that day, I didn't even know that common people like uh, all of us can buy these apartments. It's all I thought only big corporates bought apartments. So then when people started presenting their case studies and showing how they made their money, it was really the aha moment. Oh, the, how come we missed out all these for all these years? That's when we really got excited. And that was the aha moment for me when people were presenting their case studies and showing how they started with a small amount and how they made it big. Sarah, what was your aha moment? Oh, my aha moment for on the first day, I realized that we gave complete cash down and bought the house. So that was a big mistake uh, when Dave Fisher showed us we could buy the money on a fraction of uh, by paying only fraction of the money. And second day by afternoon, I know that I'm joining Lifestyle. I'm going to be a Lifestyle <laughs> member. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. So we didn't know the principles of uh, leveraging, and we want the other properties we bought prior to joining Lifestyle was uh, we bought it at the MLS price, list price, with no equity going in and no leverage. So we realized the and also the cash flow was not that good. So we realized the mistakes that we made. And this is what really enlightened us and the right way to do it. Of course, as I said, the, second, uh, the aha moment was the multifamily, and that's why it really got us excited. I'm going to drag you a little different direction here, um, sure. and that is somewhere in your bio when I was reading this, you brought up a point, and I, I want to highlight it if I can get uh -huh. you to talk about it a little bit, and that is, you know, coming from another country, there's different um, social beliefs, 
and ways to deal with people and privacy beliefs. And then you get to another country, you're not, you know, you got to learn it all over again. But even there, when you're tied up with big business, that seems to be that there's a lot of privacy in big business. And then you run into something like lifestyles and see all these people that are just telling you everything they know. What what did that make you feel like? What what thoughts went through your mind when you saw that everything was so open? We really liked it, uh, Dal, because once we came here, we were scared. We we were, uh, like, not very, you know, when we go to other uh, people of other race, how will they react? And I used to have a lot of fears. So I used to be very careful talking and all, but... Once I joined Lifestyle, it's all family. In fact, last time when we came to um, Houston for one of the events, I I was feeling sad that we were leaving everybody and we had to go back home. It was like as if we are having a big marriage and, you know, everybody were like friends. They they, they even shared what their financials. And, we you know, we were just talking and we were in the in the in 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 the pool area and all it was like night 10 o'clock 11 o'clock everybody just drinking wine and talking it's like a family yeah just so to add on to that Adele, uh, a couple of things i liked uh, is the one is that uh, two things such as one is the abundance mentality where people people know that there are so many deals and uh, it's not that one person is trying to steal the deal from others the openness with which people discuss their deals, their success stories, that's what is, has set apart lifestyles from others. That's what I've found. So, Sam, did you guys ever look at any other real estate training programs or real estate clubs to, to see what they had to offer, or is this just the first one? No, Dell, uh, we did see a couple of other um, other things, and we actually we did invest uh, ex- externally also. But we find uh, lifestyle deals are very, very clear, and it is protected. We feel very safe investing yeah. with uh, lifestyle deals. Uh, Sam can go into details. So yeah, what she was saying is that uh, the, out of our eleven passive deals, two of them we made through our contacts at work and others. So one major difference I found between uh, going through passive deals through lifestyles versus others is lifestyles deals are uh, very transparent in the sense that the syndicators or the lead investors, they provide financials every month and they stick to this white paper and the guidelines. Whereas when we look at the deals, a couple of deals we did from outside, there's no transparency. So once in three months, we just get one small statement saying that, okay, everything is fine. No numbers, nothing. Hmm. Wow. So uh, given that now there is no way I'm going to invest anywhere outside other than lifestyles. We did it out of compulsion, out of, uh, through, because it was through our contacts. So, but that's a stark difference between uh, passive investments through lifestyles versus, well, Excellent. Outside. So let's talk about coming out of the two-day. Um, yeah. I'm the fly on the wall now, and you're talking together yourselves, and I'm asking, and you're asking each other, what do we do first, honey? What did you guys decide to do first, and why? So first, uh, we decided to go through the trainings, learn, uh, and then, you know, work with our mentor. JB was our mentor, so work with him and then jb was saying that you know there are deals 
always. Just keep the money in your pocket. First get the training and then uh, start building teams in different places and then uh, start looking at deals and then you are ready to ready to invest and when you are very comfortable going through those quick analysis sheets. So we, we did a lot of quick analysis on different properties. I used to go to JB and pretend as if I'm really going to buy that property and then JB used to come back with a bunch of questions. Okay, what are you thinking about? How are you going to raise this uh, monthly rent when you see a property? So all that helped us and we were very confident when we wanted to buy our single farm, our um, apartment complex as IROs. So what was the first deal you guys bought? Was it a passive deal, a, a IRO deal, or a single-family uh, house? So first it was uh, single-families, uh, because that's when we started uh, small, and uh, we and then the passive deals. Okay. Uh, then we moved on to the IRO, the multifamily deal. Got it. Well, that's a great, pre uh, we call that the natural progression of a real estate yeah. investor, so that works. We're going to take a short break. We'll be right back sure. with Sam and Sarah and the Dell Walmsley Radio Show. Austin's Talk 1370. Welcome back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Dell Walmsley. Welcome back to Dell Walmsley Radio Show. With me here today is Sam and Sarah Aquila. And uh, they're out of San Jose. They've uh, purchased since they've been members of Lifestyles 11 passive deals. Actually, two of those were before Lifestyles. One IRO, seven single-family houses, so they've got quite the portfolio. Guys, I know that you uh, you purchased this IRO deal, which was, what, I think, eight units? Yeah, that's correct. And you purchased that in California, which is an interesting thing. We have apartments in California, members that own apartments right. in California, like yourself. And uh, where did you purchase this at, and did it make sense financially? Were the were the rents high enough to cover the cost of purchasing in California? Yeah, so it is uh, around 2017, then December 2017, we purchased. And around that time, there were a lot of other investors uh, from Lifestyle members who invested in Sacramento, and Sacramento was a great market at that time. So th this particular deal that we purchased, uh, in Sacramento, at that time, we located this property that's not in a great condition in terms of maintenance, and the uh, rents were way below market, and we knew what the market rents were. We found that to be a great opportunity at the time. Then we spoke to all the our mentor, JB, and got a lot of feedback, and uh, finally we went in and purchased uh, this deal in Sacramento. It yeah, was, now the rent... Go ahead, go sir. Ahead, JB. <laughs> go ahead, sir. Go ahead. So, yeah, so as JB says, we, we, we did the market analysis, and we know that this is a great deal, and that's why we went into it. Well, it seems like a great deal. I'm just looking at the notes here on the deal. You uh -huh. purchased it for $450,000, then it refinanced or it actually appraised for $1.2 million. Uh, that's quite a bit of gain. That's over 100% gain on the asset, but not on the leverage. That's got to be hundreds and hundreds of percent gain on the, the leverage. Right, of the about 700% uh, gain on the leverage. That, yeah. 
Man, that's unbelievable. Seven hundred percent. Yeah. Can you, as as a business person, even imagine going to your boss, going, you know, uh, you should get into uh, IT. Go, why? I make seven hundred percent on my apartment. You know, <laughs> <laughs> they wouldn't believe you, would they? Right. They there's, there's no way. So, um, what you need to share with everybody is, and I, you know, I always hesitate to yeah. tell people the truth about stuff that scares them because then they're they're afraid, but. This wasn't something that just skyrocketed right up. You were doing very well with it, then you ran into a fire, right? That, that is correct. So what happened was, just to give the story quickly, so we bought this in December 2017, and uh, there was one unit vacant at the time. So we adopted some of these lifestyles uh, because going in the road trips, we found what kind of uh, rehab they're doing, and we just, uh, like what you say sometimes, we shamelessly copied. Uh, some of the things like common things like uh, backsplash, uh, putting the granite countertops and uh, uh, stainless steel appliances and all, we made it pretty good. And we were able to raise the rents uh, to the market level. And then we started stabilizing. And we, as people started leaving, we started rehabbing. We, when we did four units and we're about uh, $900, at that time, it was in June 2018 that we had a fire accident. And that made two units completely uninhabitable. So that's when uh, we got into a little bit of a struggle, but uh, we were just continuing. Then yeah, and uh, Terry and um, uh, Len Maddo, they, they helped us. They, they told us, like, you know, what to do to increase the rents and how to operate. Any questions we had, we used to call uh, Terry, and she yeah. was very helpful. Right. Yeah. So the only catch for was was that the insurance, uh, it took us a lot of time to get that money. But uh, it was good because we could use insurance money to do a lot more repairs. And everything was completed in uh, September uh, 2019 when everything was rented. We were renting most of the units because we did such a great uh, rehab that uh, we were able to rent the units at uh, 1,075, most of the units, an average rent of uh, 1,025. So let's let's go back and give some, a little more detail for people yeah. that are detail people. Sure. You started with the rents of $675. Within right. three months, you brought the rents up to 850. This was before the right. fire. Then yeah. once you had the fire, you were able to use the money to go back and do more renovations, and you brought it up to yeah. 1,025. I want to yeah. make this point clear for everybody. When you have a fire, your insurance is going to cover the repairs based on total replacement cost if you've got the right insurance, and you should always carry total replacement cost. Exactly. Yeah. The yeah. reality is, though, total replacement cost is not what it costs us to rebuild something because the slab is not gone, the ground is not gone, the, you know, there's, even if it were, the bottom line is we can get it done cheaper than what the they would call it the red book or the blue book value of the building. Uh, and so, for example, I've had a property that burnt uh, two units. No, I'm sorry, it burnt eight units, and we've got a check for $675,000, and it only costs us 400000 And if you really want to know the, the numbers, just I'm going to get out my calculator. I just want people to understand, you know, because you're sitting there going, oh, my God, they had a fire, the whole world ended. No, not really. Let me show you what I mean. Let me show you what yeah. I mean here. I, it cost, I bought the property for $19,000 a door. So 19000 times eight units. I bought it for $152,000. Wow. <laughs> and to rebuild it, they gave me 675000 bucks. 
So you can imagine, <laughs> right? right. right? That, yeah, that, here I that a fire's not. Uh, Dave Fisher, because in the two day training, the very one very important point that he told us and gave us, uh, I did stuck in me, is that always go for replacement cost value insurance and not the actual cost value. And we religiously did that for every deal that we did uh, to go with RCV policy, insurance policy, to make sure yeah. that it's, we had covered completely. Yeah. Well, it paid off for you, didn't it? To do the right thing. Yes, it and, did. You know, it did. Yeah. I always say that that real estate is kind of oxymoronic, and I don't know if you know what that statement is, but it means it's backwards of what you would think is normal. Whatever you yeah. would think is the logical thing to do, people try to do the opposite. They go, All let's right. cheap out on the insurance and buy cheap insurance, right, and save some money. That's, and yeah. they get wiped out, and, and they, they don't pay for anything. The insurance doesn't pay. That's so. Right. This is just one of those oxymoronic type things. We call it the Dellisms. Do this. Don't think. Just do this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right? So we bought yeah. this property, and you made a lot of money, and you, your intention from what you're saying in your bio is you want to hold this thing for a long time, huh? That's right, because right now we are cash flowing about $50,000. That's 40% cash on cash at this point. So we will. Uh, what we are planning to do is to do a cash out refi and take out about uh, 300k out of this and uh, use that for our uh, next purchase. Uh, we are, our goal is uh, this year to buy at least one or two, either as an IRO or uh, do a syndication. We are looking in both of them. In fact, uh, as soon as this rehab was completed and we started looking at apartments, we even gave uh, LOIs and uh, we could not do the due diligence and we had to pull back because of this uh, COVID. Uh, we gave uh, LOIs for in Vegas, apartments. Yeah. yeah, in Las Vegas, yeah. So as soon as the lockdown is done, we will again aggressively start looking. So your distance between what you own and where you live is not a fear for you? Not at all, Dell. That's because uh, lifestyles teaches us how to manage these remotely and, you know, how to take care of things. Everything can be done remotely. Yeah. But, yeah, if it is going to be a lead investor deal, I do, my job is very flexible. I can work from a, yeah. from any location throughout U.S., so I will go wherever the yeah. deal is. <laughs> yeah. Wow. In, in fact, it's like uh, once uh, property is stabilized, we have seen ourselves, even though it's only two hours, Sacramento from our place where we live. We uh, we haven't been going there at all uh, that often. During the rehab, when it was st being stabilized, yes, we were going once in two weeks there, uh, once in a month. Nowadays, we don't see ourselves going much at all there. Yeah, isn't that amazing how that once you've got them settled down, they're really easy to manage, huh? Right. Yeah, yeah. It's excellent. Excellent position. So, um, as you move on now, I know that you're you're working full time. She, you've cut back to part time now, Sarah. Yes, yes, I'm part time, and it is very flexible. I just need my phone and computer, and I can work from anywhere. But your goal is to get one more, so you can let that go, even, huh? Exactly. <laughs> I just need one more, just like the deal I have, and I have all the training, everything, all the backing of lifestyle. So I'm sure uh, we'll be successful. <laughs> Good. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, I'm going to ask you a real personal question, which is, what does your friends and family think about all this? You know, everybody you know, how much do they know about what you do and what do they think about it? So we'll take think about that for the break. We'll come back. 
and we'll come back with Sam and Sarah and the Del Wamsley Radio Show. My friends, how many of you out there right now believe you have a plan? I followed the conventional plan for years, and then the conventional plan blew up in my face. I wonder how many of you can relate to that exact same thing. The real question is how many of you have actually figured out how to turn that thing around and make it happen. Do you have a plan? Lifestyles Unlimited has one for you. It's worked for countless others. Retire in five years or less. Come learn more. Join us for our live online workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Del Wamsley on having a plan. The year I got cancer and could not work for eight months, I lost 50 pounds. I want to tell you that I made $4 million that year. I made more that year than any year I'd ever made previous to that in my life. And I'm not telling you that to impress you. I'm telling you that to impress upon you. I didn't go to work for eight months. That's a plan. Create your plan at Lifestyles Unlimited's live online free workshop. Register at lifestylesunlimitedworkshop.com. Talk 1370, the right choice. Back. Now, here's some more unconventional wisdom to set you free from the man on a mission to retire America, one person at a time, Del Wamsley. Welcome back to Del Wamsley Radio Show. With me here today is Sam and Sarah Aquila out of uh, San Jose, California. They've uh, accomplished quite a bit. They've got 11 passive apartment complexes their owner's in one independently owned apartment complex and seven single family houses. As we went to break, I dropped a question on him. I wanted to pick it up when we brought brought him back in and that was, what do your friends and family think of this? Uh, so um, uh, we showed our deal to a couple of our friends and some of them joined Lifestyles. They, they, they really were surprised that we could make money like this. Uh, because typically here in Valley, the tendency is like people work years, years, and day and night in startups to make some money. Um, it's more a startup culture. So here we, we haven't done any of that, and we could see so much of uh, money and regular income. Uh, so my friends got excited, and they joined Lifestyles, uh, two of my friends. That's great. How about your, how about your, uh, where you work at, Sam? Uh, it's got to be an awkward thing when everybody else has got the same mindset <laughs> and you're coming up with this entrepreneurial stuff. Yeah, yeah, that is that is true. So when we really show the numbers uh, to the, my friends, they really get shocked. Is it true? <laughs> <laughs> they can't believe it. So, but when you show the numbers and do the calculations that uh, go behind it and show this is what we did in two years, they're shocked. And a couple of them, they immediately said, yeah, we'll just immediately go and attend this freedom seminar and then go forward with that. So they came in, even when we are, like, talking to friends and family in the parties, they come and they say, we want to talk to you, and then they... they. (laughs) (laughs) Wow, now you're the... Now you're the person at the party to go talk to. I like that. <laughs> That's good. What about family? Uh, do you guys have any family back in India still? Do they think that you guys yeah, are like these big American entrepreneurs? Uh, yeah, actually, for me, all of my family, except for myself, uh, we, we are in India. Uh, for Sarah, a lot of family members are here in the U.S. Yeah. Now, Sarah, so you said your father is- did real estate? My grandfather, my grandfather and my great-grandfather, they were... Uh, in India. In India, they were in real estate. And how they, do you do real estate in India? What does that look like compared to what we do here? 
It's very different, Dell. There are some, I mean, sometimes the tenants don't pay rent. My my uh, grandfather had commercial properties like shops, uh, and it was in a very, very populated and high, and what do you say, in a very good area. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was hard to collect rents, and you know, uh, there were a lot of issues. But uh, eventually, when we sold, we did realize a lot of money. So I was like, you know, that's the way to buy things because even if they saved the money somewhere, we couldn't make that kind of uh, wealth. So I know the only the only takeaway from that was, you know, real estate is a wealth building tool. <laughs> gotcha. That's interesting. You know, you never, for me, I'm not a worldly person. I don't do a lot of international travel, and if I do, it's not long enough to understand a culture completely. So I've always wondered how people do real estate in other countries. You know, it's just bizarre. Like, some countries you can't evict people. There's The law yeah, doesn't yeah. allow it. Yes, so. in Bombay and other cities, it is like that. Like, uh, they can't evict, and the tenant can keep somebody, and yeah. he can make a uh, 100 times more than the landlord <laughs> oh by subletting yeah, yeah. by subletting, subletting. <laughs> oh man so that's gutsy to do it over there just yeah. things you, yeah. you don't have the laws going for you so you've done great and uh what do you think is going to be your legacy what are you guys going to leave behind so we will leave the all this a real estate learning and everything we learned to our kids we will bring them up we will join them as our lifestyle members and pass on all this knowledge and intelligence because that is what is going to stay with them and of course a lot of uh, wealth and apartment complexes i'm sure we'll leave it for our kids so how old are your kids now uh, my kids are, one is in uh, first year of college, and uh, one, the elder one uh, came out of college, and he's uh, getting into a job. And the elder one, the younger one is going first year in college. Okay, so the educational requirements in your family are still there, right? Yes, yes. yes. <laughs> so he did a, a master's in computer science, my elder one. He's just about to get into a job. And uh, as soon as uh, he stabilizes for a couple of months, then we are planning to start him, introduce him to uh, lifestyles. And uh, he already knows uh, what we do, but uh, we want him to go through a formal uh, education process, uh, attend the workshop and uh, yeah. stuff like that, so that he learns. Quickly. Did either kid show any interest as they just hung around the outside looking in at you guys doing it? Yeah, they know that we do real estate. My younger one is into business, so I keep telling him, you know, this is the best business that could be. <laughs> he's out there. Um, so he's, he just started. He finished his 12th grade. In he wants to study business. Yeah. Excellent. That's great. Well, guys, I really appreciate you coming on and sharing your story. Is there anything else you want to share before we go off the air here? Yes. Uh, Dils, uh, so thanks for giving us this opportunity to share our uh, story. I hope uh, it inspires uh, more people and uh, to help them join lifestyles and make them more successful. And also one more thing I wanted to say is uh, during the COVID, uh, there were excellent training provided by uh, Lynn and uh, Terry. And I really want to give them a big shout shout out. And it was really helpful uh, during the COVID uh, tough times. Well, I'm sure they thank you very much for that. Sure.
here. <laughs> Thanks, Del. It's uh, as you always say. It's not about uh, money. It's about lifestyle. So my whole perspective about life and events, everything changed. There's so much of wisdom, and I really like being part of this big group. <laughs> well, thank you both. Sam, I think you said it best. It's the abundance mentality. Yes. There's enough for all of us to have everything that we want. I always like to leave with the concept, though, it's not about how much money. It's yeah, about right. how quality is your life. So exactly. uh, thank you again for being on the show. And the rest of you out there, remember this. It's yeah, your you. chance to change your life. Have a great day. We'll see you all tomorrow. Sure. Thank you. For listening to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, teaching you the opposite of everything you've been taught so you can obtain the results you've never obtained. Join us seven days a week. Can't get enough? Visit DellOnTheRadio.com to listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show, access past show podcasts, and join the conversation. Information and opinions you hear on the Del Wamsley Radio Show are those of the host, Del Wamsley, his guests, and his callers, and do not necessarily reflect the opinions of this station, its affiliates, its management, or advertisers. The Del Wamsley Show is for entertainment purposes only. Please consult a professional regarding your personal investment needs. Nothing presented on the Del Wamsley Show constitutes an endorsement, recommendation, offer, or solicitation to buy or sell any product or security. The place to turn.